0: Kia ora Tefano. Today we're here with Amidia. Uh, Amidia has recently finished the 30-day Te Māori bootcamp course online. Um, she jumped on here today to let us know some of her thoughts, and yeah, hopefully you watching at home might be able to get more of an insight into how the course works. So, Kia ora Amidia.
1: Kia ora Grant.
0: Now, kia first things. Kate the Pihakui. Hi, Kate
1: the
0: so she's a bit tired because she's also pregnant. Uh, third you. trimester.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So Amidi has yeah. gone through this, uh, the whole course, the, the 30-day action-packed bootcamp course while she's hapu, which is really cool. I think you might be the first person that's come through this course um uh, being hapu and yeah definitely being so far wow. on the line so that's cool i'm I'm really impressed oh, that you've cool. yeah i'm I'm impressed that you you've actually you've committed to doing the course while you're going through that part of your life that's really cool oh
1: cool
0: yeah awesome nice. so we'll jump straight into the questions and uh so before you jumped onto the course before you got involved what was life like for you in regards to tereo Dao Māori, all, of, all those sorts of things?
1: Um, well, I'm, my dad's Māori and my mum is Pākehā. And my dad is fluent in Māori and his whole side of the family are, some of them are native speakers um, All some of them are translators for universities, wow. like their te is impressive and they're um, just their their knowledge, their maturanga around their culture is, is pretty impressive. Uh, my mum's Pākehā, she doesn't have te reo, but she speaks fluent sign language and, um, well. and Spanish. But um, I was predominantly brought up by my mum in a predominantly Pākehā environment and when I was quite young, I did spend a lot of time going up north to my marae. So I had a lot of, like, um, I, I could hear it and I understood what it was, what it sounded like, and I learned a lot of tikanga and stuff. But then um, around my high school years, um, my dad and the side of the family disappeared. They just weren't in my life anymore. And so and around that time, when I went into high school, I um, I was pretty much the only Māori person, or I was a very small minority, and I didn't know anybody, and I was just really trying to survive and like assimilate. And so everything to do with Te Reo and like Māori, um, Tanga was very had this layer of grief over it. And, um, yeah, and so I, like, never pronounced my name correctly. Everyone called me Amiria pretty much my whole life. And it wasn't until I went to university and I met a Pakia girl who had grown up in a Māori community. And she asked me what my name was. And I said, oh, Amiria. And then she asked me how that was spelled she was like, oh, a media. And I was like, yeah, it's a Maori name. And then she she was quite staunch and strong and confident and popular. And she went around, she made everybody pronounce my name correctly. And it was a really cool experience because I then sort of started to think about like fucker papa, which is a very intrinsic part of probably the most intrinsic part of Māori culture, some might say. And I started to realize that it wasn't just about the past, it's also about the present and how we relate ourselves in the world now as a Māori person, and also our future and our descendants and children, babies. And um, and so I started, I kind of had this new life around it, it was sort of like it didn't have to be so, uh, connected to this sad part of my life. And so I tried to, I did a paper at university and I got um, to like a conversational point. And then after that, it was too much. And I had this little period of, I don't know, having a, a bit of space from learning. And then I went to night school Um, after I met my husband, who is Māori, and very comfortable in his Māori life and family. And that was really great. And I was starting to remember what I'd learnt, but then I didn't really get along with the tutor. There were some things that happened, and I kind of got triggered again, and it was all sad again. And then um over the course of the last few years i've been really trying to like heal that relationship with being maori and te reo and whakapapa and learning about who i am and i've actually mended a lot of relationships in my whānau with my dad and stuff which has been pretty cool and um in my job now i um I work alongside a lot of like Maori people and just slowly learning just by making myself more and more comfortable. And that's kind of how I came across this was by trying to find my own resources. And I came across your YouTube and then your podcast as well. And just always had the emails and yeah. Yeah. had this plan that I was always going to, try the course out because I really resonated with the videos and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Wow, That's my that one. is, that is <laughs> deep. Yeah. And yeah, because I, 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 I think that this is a deep thing, right?
0: Mm, absolutely. Um, mm. It's one of the first things that we talk about when we start the course is, you know, we need to, we need to anchor this journey to something and that's when we talk about starting with our why. So you know, why are you doing this course? Because there's a lot of people that can just jump into something, jump into a course and um, start on day one and let's just start learning. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the, the journey into into learning Tadil, into learning more about your culture and, you know, from the sounds of it, from your story, it's it's definitely about identity. Um, you know our, our the way we behave and the way we act in life a lot of that comes from our uh, our subconscious the things that we don't really realize that we're doing so if we can if we can start off this course this journey uh by trying to just at least start by identifying some of the blocks that we might have and then working through mm-hmm. trying to clear some of those out uh, we lay a much better platform for learning and uh yeah i that's that's a beautiful story that you share.
1: Yeah, I was kind of, I had a lot of, like, Pakia people in my life, especially at work, who were really interested in Fidel, and I was always quite envious of them because they, they could just, it seemed from the outside that they could just go to a class and be really enthusiastic and mm. learn about it quite fresh. But for me, it was always enmeshed and entangled with yeah grief and past and my family and things like that so yeah so my whole journey is definitely about healing these parts of myself and mm. trying to find wholeness within that yep yeah
0: well i hope i do hope that i've been able to help on that journey
1: <laughs> oh definitely that
0: would that would make me very happy <laughs> okay so so that's how you've you've come to this position, how you've uh, come to I guess starting this course um, on this this journey of identity and and healing so um yeah, I think there'll be a lot of people at home that might be watching this uh, at some point in the future that 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 story will definitely resonate with cool, so moving forward, you see the course, um, you think, hey, this looks interesting was there any or were there any obstacles that came up for you around why you might mightn't have joined
1: yeah I think I was always kind of like oh like I want to do it but do I have time it's sort of that same old sort of story like um, what if I sign up and then I don't end up having enough time to finish everything or I end up Getting too overwhelmed and then just quitting halfway through, like yeah, I kind of talk about it now with this tone, like uh oh, because like those were really predominant fears. But through the course, I realised how um, much of a waste of my energy thinking that way was. Sort of like if you want something, you can you you make it work. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And that's yeah, what I found in this course.
0: Quite a, quite a few people have, have said that, um, you know, that's, that's one of their biggest apprehensions about starting is the time and the time commitment. And when people reach out and ask about the course, that's one of the biggest questions I get. You know, how much time do I actually have to put into this? Because it, it, it tends to attract people that are already really busy in their lives. And it's like, I yeah. just want to add one more, you know, I'm just going to add another feather in the cap. Let's just do this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and look, some people they go through the course and they they don't quite keep up with it all. But I mean, you know, like we, we've talked about all the resources, stay there for good. Um, we kind of just, we go on this sprint, we go on this sprint for 30 days and that's all it is 30 days. So if, if people can block out enough time each day to, to, to work through what they need to work through, um, it's, it's definitely manageable. And a lot of it's just around reprioritization. Reprioritizing yeah. things that, you know, you do in your life but don't have a, a, a true benefit to you. You just do them because you do them. Uh, TV is a, you know, classic example. Oh, I like to watch TV in the evenings. Well, we need to change that behaviour. We need to start doing something else that's actually going to push you towards that goal and, uh, you, you know, that you can anchor into that why that we talked about earlier.
1: Yeah, but it's also, it's not so much that you're giving up TV or giving mm. up, listening to the radio, you're just replacing it with mm. alternatives up you, push you towards the mm. goal that you have. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Cool. So, time. Yes. Interesting. So, we go through the course, um, we get to the end, the 30 days is up. Um, for you personally, what was the biggest result that you got from the
1: course? The biggest result? Um, well, I think one thing that's been really cool is because I have learned, done a few different courses in the past, all of that came back, and um yeah, so that was quite exciting that I hadn't completely forgotten everything, but also um I think the the most valuable thing is um the like being able to develop a structure or a framework around my own learning and being able to actually understand my learning um, and the best ways that I learn, like with your course, for example, um, I, like I, what I really liked about it is that it was, it did really fit in around your life. It was sort of like, here's all the information in the morning here's the lessons and the homework and the activities. And then you have to find time within your day to set them out. And it really made me kind of reevaluate, oh, what do I do during my day? And where can I slip these certain things in? Like um, I go for walks every day. And so that's when I would listen to all my quieter and things like that. And um, yeah, or on the commute, is where i listen to a lot of things and um i like to watch things when i eat so that's when i would watch a lot of the marty tv shows and those are things that have kind of turned into this habit yeah yeah so it's sort of i guess the result is um like a lifestyle change yeah
0: Nice. So yeah, so it's, it's like you've built new habits out of this. Mm. Mm. It goes back to what we were just talking about earlier. You know, we are, like you just said, we do do things in our lives. And now that you've got more activities that you need to slot into your life, you, you can start prioritizing the things that are important. Um, And yeah, just being able to, to build those, build those new behaviours, make those lifestyle changes that, you know, we're uh, a little bit past the, the finish date now, but it sounds like you're still doing that. And um, it's not like we just got to day 30 and everything stopped. And that was the end of it. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the resources that we use, you know, I, I'm not big on rewriting resources because there are so many already out there and a lot of good ones. And I, I I can't, there's a lot of them that I'm not going to be able to do better than what they are. So let's utilize those. So, you know, you don't need this course to keep doing those uh, committing to um, utilizing those resources afterwards. But what people have found through the course, like you've just said, it's actually like a a kick up the bum to actually commit to doing them and and utilizing them. Um, Whereas before, if you just, you know, sometimes. Same reason why people go and join group fitness classes and gyms. Mm. You, you, you've got that. Yeah. You've got the accountability. Exactly. So
1: yeah. cool. Which, I, which was also like a huge part of this for me was we all got put into groups and I just like completely bonded with my group. Like mm. we, we love each other and we like, um, we still talk quite frequently and we've been doing little whittles of the week where we've been like writing little um activities and stuff for each other to do and then we kind of catch up once a week and go through that and um just having like um just meeting people that I can practice this stuff with and who um yeah who kind of went through the journey with me as well and and know the habits and mm-hmm. yeah it's just been that's been crazy invaluable yep mm.
0: and that that probably leads on to my next question what specific feature of the course did you like the most like you said we've got the accountability groups we do our our lessons in our homework and activities every day we've, uh we're doing the live videos our our weekly calls as well for you um what was yeah, your uh, favorite or specific feature of the course that um you liked the most
1: yeah well definitely the group has mm. been um really special but i think also um I, I don't know if you call it a feature but the variety is good um i really liked how um we started the course with really addressing why we were doing it and what we were afraid of and sort of going into the psychology um of it because that sort of laid this foundation. And then we had to face our fears by doing all these lives, which was um <laughs> really difficult for me. But um ah I, it was invaluable. Got so much good feedback and um I think being able to put myself in a position where I'm doing something really hard. Um it made I don't know it made me commit to it more and it made me um it kind of showed me like what i'm capable of doing which is yeah so i guess the the feature is like yeah getting pushed out of your comfort zone a bit and really learning about yourself on like a maybe psychological level Mm. (laughs) and then getting to do that with, with a, a group of people. Mm. Yeah. And getting to carry that on with them has been really great.
0: Yeah. Like we, we go through the why, uh, the why videos at the start. And you know, for uh, people on an individual basis, uh, they, they do get some insights into themselves and maybe start questioning themselves and posing questions to themselves that they haven't ever asked before. Um, so you can find some really good, insightful things through that. But uh, in the group as well, we also go through a, a, a process or an activity of, of sharing our wires and sharing that with every with everyone. So you know, you get to see, you get to find out the insights on your own self. But um, you know, especially people that that really delve into it deep, you actually get to see all these things for other people. And you know, sometimes you can you can pick things out of there that go, oh. I can, I can relate to that. Mm. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I've felt like that too. And so from day one, you know, we're not just going through this course as just a, a bunch of random people that meet together in, in, in an online uh, medium. We we actually get to bond, bond quite a lot. And uh, you know, I think there's a lot to be said of uh, the, the the level of. Um, Intimacy in terms of how getting to know people, um, you know how well you can do that in an online space, and then moving into the accountability groups, like you said, uh, with the the people in your group. I think Emma was in there, and uh, I
1: can't Emma, remember Amanda, and Maria.
0: Yep. Yeah. So you know you guys are all really close friends now, no doubt, and I I, I mm. wouldn't doubt it. You know, if one day you guys are all catching up somewhere and um, meeting face to face, and you know it's just a great opportunity to meet like-minded people.
1: Yeah. And also during this like whole COVID lockdown, I've done a few courses online. Like I I did a birthing um, course. And that was the thing that was really lacking, was that you knew that if you were in the room with these people, you would be able to create relationships and and, and bond and make friendships. But over Zoom, it just seemed impossible. Um, But then with this um, te class, like getting into these little small groups, um, you actually had that opportunity to do that. So it's just as valuable as Mm. if we were all in person. Yeah. And also we spent a lot of time asking questions on the group. And so we would make friends outside of our own um, little bubble, Yeah. um, which was great too.
0: Yeah, it's mm. it, it's great. And like for me personally, I get, you know, I'm not involved in every single little group, but, um, you know, I do get to talk to a lot of people during the course and I have people messaging me one-on-one asking lots of questions and I get to help them. So, uh, you know, I, I get to meet like so many new people as well and I get to have great conversations and, you know, mm. like, like we're having now, I, I get even more insights into people and just get to hear some amazing stories.
1: Mm. Great.
0: Cool. So um kind of wrapping up, if someone asked you whether they should do this course or not, would you recommend it to them? And if so, why?
1: Um, I would definitely recommend this course. I think um one of the things that I really liked about this one comparatively to the other courses and stuff that I've done is that um how do I explain it? Like I went to art school, for example, and we got taught a lot by artists who weren't teachers. And I find that, yeah, I've come across a lot of little groups where they have the skill where someone can speak to them, but they don't actually know how to, how to teach that. And I feel like you've done so much research into... Um, Yeah, how to how to relay this information about structures and grammar, and it wasn't just like even the way that you chose kind of like kupu. It wasn't like let's sit down and do all the colours because we don't actually talk too much about colours on a day-to-day basis. Like I feel like you've really thought about people's lives and how you use this language like a, like a tool or like a part of your life. And um, you, I love all your little shortcuts and things, all your little tables that you have that um, make it so much easier to learn things. And yeah, yeah, like all your little, um, learn 500 million phrases. By just learning two words. <laughs> <laughs> one time it was like yeah. that. It was like a thousand phrases. Yeah, yeah we, we learned how to
0: say uh, 500 phrases, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> From about 20 different words just by using a particular structure. Um, yeah,
1: because it's not like we're learning. It's like we're learning how to do the equation
0: mm. Rather than just learning the sentence. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> you know, from my perspective, um, you know, the way the the course is structured, it's it's not just about feeding you the information. You know, like I said before, we start with trying to get rid of the roadblocks. It you know, makes it easier for us to learn. Um, I can then give you what you need to learn, but I, I like to try and frame it so you can see the outcome you know it's it's really important that when you're learning something you can you can see what the end goal is you can see what the outcome's going to be and if i can show you that path of how to get there uh, you, you know what you're going for you know what you're targeting you're not just just moving forward for the sake of moving forward and that's mm. yeah like you said that's kind of the the structure of a lot of the lessons and a lot of the work we do um and i think being a second language learner uh of you know it it's taken me you know a certain amount of time to to get to a certain point, and my goal is to just show you how to get to that point in a shorter in a shorter period yeah whereas it's i, I think I've, I've, I've spoken to some other people that have um done courses where the, the teacher's first language is Tarel and their, their yeah. feedback is, you know, that they, they just didn't quite have an appreciation of they, they knew the language hundred percent, no issues with that. But in terms of taking a student from a position of, you know, uncertainty in the unknown and getting them to that next point, that was the, the part of the, the, I guess that bridge that they couldn't quite build that gap, which I think the that's, what we do really well in this course.
1: Yeah. It's very much the whole teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime Mm. kind
0: of. Yep. Yep.
1: Uh, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So Mm. cool. Look, um, that's our our list of questions Um, for anyone that might be watching at home in 12 months time, in 2022, 2030, who knows. Uh, have you got any final comments or, or anything that you'd like to just share with the world uh, before we wrap up?
1: Um, just just do it. And if you, you're worried about doing it, write those worries down and really look at them. Because I think um, that it's, yeah, you should just do it. Also in 2030 my baby will be 10 which is exciting <laughs> very exciting
0: very excited
1: it will be fluent because i would have taught her everything i know yep.
0: <laughs> hmm. i'm sure you will Amidia. i'm sure you will <laughs> well look thank you for jumping on today i really appreciate you taking a bit of time out of your afternoon to to share with the world your experiences and um, all the best for your pregnancy and um everything that comes along with that and and as well as that moving forward in your journey of Tedel and identity and uh, living a, a happy and prosperous life
1: mm, thank you very much cool thanks amitya <laughs> appreciate it okay